Well, that was a bit of a downer, eh? The Bruins losing in the final game of 2022 by a score of 4-3 to three in overtime against the somewhat improving Buffalo Sabres. The Bruins now 18-0-3 at home, and up next will be the Winter Classic against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Let's talk about it here real quick on a special bonus episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bruin fans, and welcome to a bonus Saturday episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. We just watched the black and gold, well, Pooh Bear, fall to the Buffalo Sabres on home ice, falling to 18-0-3 at home, which is still exceptional, and 28-4-4 and on the season. They now have a league-high 60 points as the calendar turns to 2023. We're going to talk about this game in a moment. First, a quick thank you for everyone who made Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day, even once in 2022. Means a lot. Please do subscribe on your favorite podcast app on YouTube so that you never miss a thing in 2023. You can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Now, by pretty much any metric, the Bruins deserved to win this hockey game today against the Buffalo Sabres. In all situations, they had 61.8 of the shot attempts, 61.5 of the total shots, 40 to 25, 49-21 scoring chance advantage. They had 65.4 of the high danger scoring chances. And when it comes to expected goals, it was 4.31 in favor of the Bruins, 1.64 for the Buffalo Sabres. So what the heck went wrong here? How did the Bruins end up on the losing end of things? Well, first of all, you got to look in net where... Uh, Uko Pekka Lukanen stopped more shots than Jeremy Swayman. That's just the long and short of it. Uh, Lukanen was sensational in net for the Buffalo Sabres. He made a sprawling left pad save on David Pasternak near the end of the game. That proved to be the difference. He was exceptional in overtime as well. And quite simply outplayed Jeremy Swayman, who probably should have had the goal that tied things up late in the third period and probably should have had that overtime one as well. He had been on a pretty strong um, string of play lately, but this one uh, is not going to earn him any starts coming up anytime soon as uh, Lukanen, who is a pretty talented goalie in his own right a lot of uh good things going for him 
But Swayman, uh, you know, he was well positioned to earn the win here today and just could not close the door when the games mattered most. The Bruins also kind of uh, rested on their laurels with the 3-2 lead. They had a four-minute power play upon which another two minutes was given late in the third period, and they couldn't find the back of the net again. Uh, Lukanen had that exceptional save off David Pasternak uh, in the midst of that power play. Uh, JJ Paterka had a double minor for high-sticking Brandon Carlo. Didn't look great on him. Hopefully he's okay. And then Ilya Labushkin, four seconds later, high-stick Jake DeBrusque. The Bruins could not find the back of the net in that stretch. And that proved to be the difference. They outshot Buffalo 19, eight in the third period. It was very reminiscent of uh, the game that I was at earlier this week against the Ottawa senators where the Bruins were down. They turned it on this time. They got the lead, but Dylan cousins scoring uh, at the 18, 23 mark with the extra man out. Then Alex tuck scoring his second goal of the game to give Buffalo the win in overtime. Tage Thompson was incredible in this one as well. Just after Brad Marchand had scored to put the Bruins up, the Bruins had that five on three, and Thompson managed to pick Marchand's pocket while defending three on five. Unbelievable. He is as unlikely a superstar as we've seen in the NHL in recent years, but he's been phenomenal for the Sabres this season. Um, you know, I have, um, been pretty high on Buffalo this season. They have so many good offensive players. A guy on Twitter was chirping me during the game saying, you know, the, the Sabres are 20 years younger and not much closer to winning, you know, they're still pretty far out of the playoff picture, but the Boston Bruins, you know, couldn't finish them out when they had a chance. Very rare that Boston will take the lead in the third period and then give it back. But that's what happened today. And unfortunately, you can't pin it all on Jeremy Swayman, but you know, you got to have that goal uh, late in the third period and in overtime. Again, the Bruins had chances. Lucan at the other end was the difference. Uh, but by all measures, the Bruins should have won this game uh, just dominated in terms of shot attempts, shots, scoring chances, high danger chances, expected goals, and uh, one that they're going to want to forget about pretty quick because they have the winter classic up next on Monday. And we're going to talk about that game coming up in a moment. But first, uh, just a real quick word here today about built bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all the fat and calories, then you've got to try a built Bar. Uh, we're just through the holidays. My goal is a little to eat a little healthier in 2023, and built Bar is going to help with that. They're actually so tasty but healthy at the same time. Uh, it's crazy how they do I don't know how they do it, but their bars taste like a candy bar, and you can maintain some amazing – macros only 130 calories four grams of sugar 17 grams of protein uh, it's incredible how they're able to do it 
If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with their hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. Thank me later. Trust me, you're going to want to get on Built Bars sooner than later. They're so delicious, but also healthy for you. So a disappointing way to end a pretty exceptional 2022 for the Boston Bruins. They end the calendar year with uh, the most points amassed in the NHL, the best point percentage, and David Pasternak scored to earn his 57th goal of 2022, tying him with Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews for the NHL lead. They both play here on Saturday night. Chances are they'll score, but he is among the best goal scorers in the NHL in 2022. Of course, we all know in 2023, he's going to become an unrestricted free agent. Well, hopefully not. Hopefully it won't get to that point, but uh, he's well earned a big, big time contract from uh, the Boston Bruins uh, this season. He reached the 50 point mark today, tying himself with Eric Carlson Uh, Tage Thompson had 50 points coming into this one. Only Nikita Kucherov, Jason Robertson, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid have more points. He's one of only seven players to hit 50 points so far this season, and he deserves to be compensated as such. Uh, Seeing some comments pour in here, Ken Mancino saying Bruins have a backup goalie issue. I don't know if I'd go that far. Jeremy Swayman, still a very high-end goalie. Um, Still a very young goalie, though, as well. I don't know if it'll come to the point where they'll pick up a veteran for the playoffs. But uh, Olmark Swayman, still a very, very good tandem. Olmark, far and away the better option at this point. Party Pleaser saying a very good, super young Sabres team. No doubt about it. Rasmus Dahlin had some key plays here today. Tage Thompson uh, was exceptional. Alex Tuck, Dylan Cousins, Peyton Krebs. He's on the up and up as well. A bit more physical today than um, offensive, but uh, Owen Power, of course. And if Lekkonen can become a star goalie, then they really might be onto something here uh, coming up. Max Can jumping on, swimming with another loss. Yikes. Again, yeah, that's kind of the theme of the day. Let's look ahead real quick to the Winter Classic on uh, on Monday. Uh, on Monday's show, I'm going to be previewing for the Locked On NHL podcast, and I'll likely jump on live once again on Monday after that game. Uh, so subscribe to the Bruins YouTube channel, Locked On Bruins YouTube channel, if you haven't already. Uh, the NHL gifted the Penguins with the full weekend off. They played last night. They're off here on Saturday, off on Sunday, and get to have that extra rest before the Winter Classic while the Bruins played this afternoon. They'll now uh, practice on the outdoor rink tomorrow and get ready for the 2 p.m. game against the Penguins on Monday. The Penguins will be entering that game, uh, you know, not among the elite teams in the Eastern Conference. I think it's fair to say. 
However, they still, of course, have Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Jake Gensel, a bunch of guys who can put the puck in the back of the net. And when you're playing outside, it's a bit of a crapshoot. The um, the atmosphere will, of course, be in Boston's favor, but the conditions will affect everybody. It's supposed to be pretty prime conditions, it's looking like, but uh, you can never really know what it's going to be like when it's outside. The Bruins are now... 6-1-3 and three over their last 10 games heading into Monday. Uh, the Penguins will be heading into that one, uh, having gone, I believe, 5-3-2 over their last 10. Uh, they have the 11th ranked, oh, sorry, 16th ranked power play, the third ranked penalty kill, a ninth-ranked offense, and a 16th-ranked defense. So they're really kind of a middle-of-the-pack team. Uh, Brian Rust, Sidney Crosby, Jake Gensel, the top offensive players for them. And I would expect Tristan Jari will get the call in net. 15-5-4, save percentage so far. And, of course, the Bruins will be going over to uh, Linus Allmark, who's 21 and one in 938 save percentage. Swayman still does have a winning record, by the way, seven, three and three on the season save percentage dipping back down below 900. Um, and you know, he really needs to find his game in order to keep Allmark fresh for the playoffs when games are going to matter most. Uh, Jason Mac- McKay saying Swayman should be sent down. Now it's before it's too late. I mean, I'm not even sure if he's waiver protected anymore. So that's something to keep in mind. And is Keith Kincaid really going to be that much better? I'm not really sure. I think Swayman's still the best backup option that the Bruins have. And, you know, he's played pretty well overall over the last little bit. Uh, And the team's save percentage has been, of course, lifted by Linus Olmark, who should at least get two out of every three starts, three out of every four starts moving forward. Um, they can't really, not that they can't afford to allow Swayman time to find his game, but Albar clearly the number one guy at the moment. Don't forget Swayman was injured at the beginning of the season. He hasn't played as regularly as he did in the past. So it's just taking him some time at any rate, the Bruins, weren't necessarily sunk by Swayman here today. I think uh, the lack of scoring on those power plays certainly didn't help. And um, Buffalo got lucky with the game tying goal with their goalie pulled. Uh, That's one Swayman certainly should have had, but when you have a five, a lengthy five on three, and then another two minutes on the power play and you still can't score, that's that's really a problem. Anyways, still a very successful start to the season for the Bruins. The Sabres 
they've won six games in a row. They're they're not a doormat team anymore. And uh, you know, the Bruins have had this bit of a swoon lately where they've started off slow, been able to still get some points. They got the one point today. Uh, and hopefully it's just kind of a, you know, down curve heading back up um, to just dominating night in and night out. Uh, I'm not going to get too chuffed about a game on December 31st, matinee against the Sabres. Uh, what matters most to me is what this team looks like at the trade deadline, the beginning of the playoffs. And, uh, you know, a few months ago, a lot of people were talking about this team not even qualifying for the playoffs. At this point, I will be disappointed if they don't at least get to the conference finals. Last question here from Lucky Irish 89. Any reason why Craig Smith production is down this year? He's been disappointing. Yeah, I mean, they really do need to add some scoring on the third line, I think. Uh, Hall Coyle down there has been decent. Finding someone who can score on the right side, perhaps Fabian Lysel post World Juniors, that would be uh, that would be outstanding. All right. I'll end with a quote from Brad Marchand here via Ty Anderson on Twitter. There's always something to learn from, from every game, win or lose. Teams are too good now. Too much motivation around each room. If you let a team stick around, it can bite you. And the Bruins, yes, Swayman should have had those last two goals, but the Bruins let them hang around, not capitalizing on those um, power play opportunities. And that was just as devastating. Anyways, thanks for tuning in to this special live bonus episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Spotify or Google or Stitcher or Pocket Casts. Please, while you're here, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel. Hit that bell as well so you'll get notified when a new episode is dropped. And uh, please do join me in 2023 for what we hope will be an amazing end to this current season. All right, friends, happy new year. Stay safe out there tonight. Take care of yourselves. Have fun, but be responsible. And uh, we'll talk to you again after the Winter Classic, where I will jump on live here on YouTube once again. Thank you for tuning in, Ken. Really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll talk to you again later. Peace.